And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> All right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome, my brothers and my sisters, to the platform on the Sister Speak Show. You are listening live to the Sister Speak Show. I am your host, Ayana. Not only, are, not only am I the host, but I'm the creator and producer of the Sister Speak Show. Kingdom Child Recordings, executive producer of the Sister Speak Show. Welcome to all of my first-time listeners, and welcome back to all of my regular listeners. I am so excited to converse with you all tonight, and guess what? Of course, you know we have a treat for you. Definitely, we have a special guest tonight live on the Sister Speak show calling in from Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas, stand up. I'm so excited about everything that we have going on with the Sister Speak show. But let me explain to you, my brothers and sisters, my first time listeners, exactly what the Sister Speak show is about. So we are a six segment podcast that consists of special guest interviews, live performances, in-studio interviews, and live on-location reports. The special guests who will be on the Sister Speak show are dynamic, and they are impacting the communities with their passions. My brothers and sisters, the Sister Speak show is a talk show that will keep your mind and your soul informed, energized, and encouraged. We are a cultural renaissance platform that influences a climate that is conducive to who you are and who you should be. No reckless entertainment, just responsible listening nourishment. We don't go dumb. We go wisdom on the Sister Speak show. I hope you are having a nice ride home. I hope you are having a wonderful evening being in the house. Wherever you are listening to the Sister Speak show, whether it's on Spreaker or on Amazon Alexa, shout out to you. And for those of you who will be listening to this show on demand, hello, how are you doing? So brothers and sisters, let me explain something to you about tonight. Oh, it's going up on the platform where we highlight entrepreneurs, 
creative artists, influencers, community advocates, and authors. My brothers and sisters, oh, we've got you covered. See, we are the flavor in your ear. Add us to your listening podcast palette, please. You'll be glad that you did. Okay, shout out to the Netherlands, to Jamaica, to Canada, to the Philippines, to Mexico, to Australia, to the UK. For all of you all who are listening to the Sister Speak show, I hope you all are having a wonderful evening and pressing your way through. My brothers and sisters, we will be back after these commercial breaks. Welcome back, my brothers and sisters, to the platform. You are listening live to the Sister Speak Show. That's right, my brothers and sisters. Tonight, my special guest will be Sai Asad, author Sai Asad. So excited to vibe with this sister. She has released a self-help book that we all, oh my goodness, we all can relate to. The words yes and no, okay? And she has written a book that tells us about the power of saying no, okay? And if you've listened to this show, you know that I talk about let your yes be yes and let your no be no. If you don't want to do it, say no. And if you want to do it, say yes. I mean, it's very simple, it seems, 
But we'll get into it when she calls in and vibe out on that subject. But, you know, stay tuned because I believe she has written something that will help us out. Provide nuggets and jewels that we can apply to our thought process and our response process. So we're very sister, we're very grateful for this sister and her creative writing abilities and the fact that she was led to write such a book that can help us all. I am here for my brothers and sisters. I am here as a platform to support what you have going on. I'm not a hater. I am I am an uplifter. I am able to understand that God is not a midget. So when it comes to my brothers and sisters locally, nationally, and internationally, oh, I've got you because I have a platform that can help us all out. I know that I'm covered. I know that his right hand already has what what is in store for me. So nothing can pluck it out of his hands. No one or nothing. So I'm good. And because I rest on that and I trust on that, are you kidding me? Of course I want my brothers and sisters to come on here and tell you who they are. Of course, if this is a place where you can come to pick your brand up, to get your brand off, and just to speak to the people because you are conducive to what the Sister Speak Show is about, yes, we will have you on the show. And when I tell you that so far, every single one of my guests have been absolutely phenomenal. They have. So when my special guest calls in this evening, we'll vibe out with her, you know, interview, cover some grounds, and just really get to know who Saya Saad is, right? So listen, if you are interested in communicating with me or with my any of my special guests, but especially my special guest this evening, create an account and chat live with us. We'd love to hear from you. Keep it righteous. Keep it classy. We don't want any mess. We just want to stay on the upliftment objective of the show, if you will, my brothers and sisters. So are you having a good evening? It's really, really cold out there. This morning I woke up and it was just this fog. It was just this mist. And I was like, what's going on? But the weather is the weather. And what I do love about living in Texas is this. I love a few things about it. But one of the things I do love is the fact that we get to experience the seasons. Fall, winter, spring, and summer. Oh, we get to experience that summer. But, you know, it's really... It's really that type of weather where you just, you just, it's just like layers of clothes. Like, ooh, this is real out here. So I just want you all to stay warm. I want you to drive carefully and I want you to make it home safely. And I really want you to have a great week. You know, Sunday is the beginning of the week. So I'm hoping that this week is better for you than it was last week. You know, all these trials and tribulations and sufferings that we have to go through, it can really wear you down. So I'm just really encouraging you all to fight, uh, to stand your ground, to be still, to praise your way through, to pray without ceasing and understand that little prayer, little power, no prayer, no power, much prayer, much power, my brothers and sisters. So once again, to all of you all who are just tuning in live, you are listening to the Sister Speak Show. You are listening to the platform on the Sister Speak Show where contemporary meets vision, sound, and Action, a talk show for great minds. You hear me? That create, inspire, and evolve. My brothers and sisters, one thing that I am very serious about on the Sister Speak Show is support, okay? I don't see 
as many brothers and sisters supporting brothers and sisters as they should. But shout out to those of you who get it and 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 support your brothers and sisters in 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 their passions and their purpose. Shout out to you who support the independent creative artists. No matter what genre of creativity they are in. Thank you for supporting them. Now to my brothers and sisters who are behind in the race. What's up? Look, tie your shoes and get in the race and start supporting your brothers and sisters. Tie your shoes, get in the race and contribute your passions to the village so we can all prosper and flourish in the manner that we're supposed to. Everybody has talents and gifts, okay? Everybody. If you say that there's nothing that you're good at, that's a lie from the devil because he doesn't want you to tap into your purposes. Listen, tap into your purposes and get into the race. Now, some of you look, some of you may not want to tie your shoes. Then you need to get some Velcro. I'm serious about this. Look, if you don't want to lace up your, your, your tennis shoes, your, your tennis shoes, your sneakers, then at least get the Velcro in place and get to running. You understand me? Because it's never too late. But the more time you spend not supporting is the more time you waste than the, excuse me, the more time you waste on getting started with what you need to do. So listen, here's just a little tidbit that I always share and I will continue to share on the Sister Speak show. Support is a vital ingredient in this journey. Okay. That is one of services. This is one of the services that this talk show provides. What does support consist of and what does your support consist of when it comes to your people and the launching of their new businesses or art, plays, boutiques, and performing, etc.? Are you just sitting back waiting for them to make it? Pop, bubble, arrive? Why is it so easy to support and eventually idolize celebrated people who do not know you? The equilibrium is off on that. This is how you get cut off, removed, deleted, dismissed, denied, forgotten, and blocked. Listen, I read a post the other day that says some, says the reason why you cannot publicly support someone is because you have talked about them privately. Ooh. May our tongues be rebuked and purged from the unrighteousness and slander that flows from our lips. And may we be delivered from being two-faced, backbiters, ditch diggers, and jealous. Then our tongues can flow with peace and blessings. You know, a clear yes and a clear no. Oh, I'm so excited about this. So I just want to challenge you in your support and make sure that you're not a hater. You're not a hater, are you? We don't do haters. We just do not do haters, my brothers and sisters. So listen, what do you have going on in your life right now that you know you're supposed to be doing what you're afraid to do? I just want I just want you to do it, okay? It doesn't matter. When I started doing my art business, I did not have what I have now. It was a process. I launched out on faith. Had not worked a nine to five since 2009, brothers and sisters. Up and moved from California, came to Texas, and was like, what am I supposed to be doing? So I just started picking up what I had put down. Anyway, brothers and sisters, we'll talk more about that. Calling in live to the Sister Speak show is my special guest, brothers and sisters. Give a round of applause for author Sai Asad. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me? Yes, okay. I can hear you. Yes, I can. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling into the platform and being a very special guest on today's show. Well, thank you for 
<laughs> yes, darling. Well, let's go ahead and get started with this. Your name, Saya Saad, rings with so much prosperity. And I have to obviously put in front of it, author Saya Saad, you have created a book that is going to help so many brothers and sisters. So let's just get right down to it. When did you discover that you had a passion for writing? Um, I would say I was very young. I could, yeah, I could definitely say that because um, that was something that I was more so interested in than anything else is reading and writing. And it didn't initially start as, of course, like writing stories. It was initially reading, mm-hmm. and that's how I um gained the the love for writing it was through the reading and I saw how someone else's writing could make someone myself as a child like feel like I'm escaping into Mm -hmm. like a completely different environment and it was a form of therapy even as you know like a child and if I just didn't like my environment as corny as it sounds I was just like okay well I'm just gonna go ahead and read and escape and do something else if I was bored I would just read and escape and a lot of times I would be done with my classwork um, pretty early so I was very bored in class so I would definitely just go read and I learned at a young age how it was very therapeutic and how it could help change others lives mm-hmm. and it definitely changed mine so um, I decided that I wanted to be a writer when I was very young I just didn't know that I would actually do it if mm. that makes sense oh, yeah, oh, def- a lot of things you might want to do but yeah. you don't know if the reality of that dream is actually going to manifest, mm-hmm. but it did. So that's why I'm here, I guess. Oh, no, no, no. Don't guess. No, it's all predestination. And I appreciate you sharing that. You know, do you remember in school when we used to get the scholastic or do you remember the scholastic book? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. They would come and it was just, yeah. Oh, that day. oh that was that yeah. was the day where when you would just see the box come and you were like, oh, my oh, gosh, yeah. it's here. Oh, yeah. It's here. That was our first exposure to a package coming for you on that level. And then even just, you know, the whole catalog, you know, where you could just look through all the books that were out and you would take it home. You'd be like, mom, I got to have this book. And then when it would come, it would just be the best feeling. And like you said, you know, being able to read and, and in order to escape has helped a lot of people. That's one thing that my mother uh, picked up on is just early at her early age uh, was reading and everything that she passed it on to us. I remember I could not get out of the crib because my mom taught me to read at like two years old. It was the craziest thing, but I could not get out of the bed, the crib, if you will, until she had this book. It was about a squirrel. I had to read the whole book before I could get out of the bed. And this is at two years old. So reading is crucial and it is fundamental. And and, and I grew a love for, for reading and writing too. So who were some of the authors that you kind of, you know, uh, gravitated towards in your escapism? Well, I mean, it was a, whatever was available yeah. in the library, of course, you know. And I do remember very young, um, a lot of times it's kind of corny, I guess, but I was, and I didn't get bullied, so I wasn't that kid mm-hmm. putting that out there. But <laughs> uh, I would definitely even take books to, like, even recess. And, you know, because it was just, I 
would be over it. I'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll just fell over this. I want to go and do something else. I started teaching myself sign language, you know. Like, wow. I was just, like, done with all of this kid stuff. I was like, <laughs> on to the next. How can we How can we move and shake some things? I was reading poetry and my Angela, all kind of stuff. Like, way too advanced, honestly. I probably should have been more so reading, like, Disney books or stuff. But I was not reading those types of stories mm. at all. Um, I would even, like, sneak and read my mom, Jack, and Colin's books. Like, I was not going to read But I did, you know. So I would say I would definitely request uh, that children read children's books. Yeah. But um, yeah. I didn't always do so. But, you know, I definitely, um, I remember reading one of my favorite stories was McFarl's, um Two daughters. I don't mm. know if you ever heard that story. But, no. Excuse me, McFarland's beautiful daughters. And uh-huh. it was a story just about basically two daughters. One was good, one was bad. And my father gave that book to me. And so I valued that, that yes. story. And I still have it. I still have wow. that book from when I was a child. Because when I was growing up, my mom was an educator. Mm-hmm. And um, throwing books away was like throwing money away. That's right. how I had to value books. Like you don't throw them away. You can give them away, but mm-hmm. you don't throw any book away. Mm-mm. So I still have that same book. And then I would read over and over again, even, you know, from when I was a child. Yes. And, you know, I also think, I mean, this might be telling my age a little bit, but uh, <laughs> it was before, you know, a lot of computer access. So a lot of times, you know, we didn't have the ability to just get on the computer mm-hmm. and surf the web. You had to go and read and actually use your brain. Yes. Actually, you know, use your imagination. Yes. You know, so I think in a way it helps because I feel like, Sometimes society, through technology, which is a positive, it can be very much a positive, but sometimes I feel like we want quick fixes to everything, and those quick fixes sometimes make us um, inequipped for a certain type of thinking, like critical thinking, or even just, I don't know, like, I, I just, I see the disadvantage of not always having the physical, tangible book, you yeah. know, like, I, I see kids still reading, and I see people still reading, like with the Kindles and things like that. But I think there's nothing better than like a book, like the nostalgia of actually touching and feeling the physical copy of a book. Oh, yes. You know, but I'm not, I'm not saying don't buy my book because it is available <laughs> on Kindle. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying I personally still like yes. the nostalgia of, yes. you know, the tangible book. Definitely. And even just like for me, you know, walking to a library, I love this, you know, for me, it depended on the library, but you know, the smell of the library and especially like going into Barnes and Nobles or any type of book, just walking in there. And it's just like, it's just a, it's just an atmosphere. I feel that is conducive for the thinking minds, the minds that are willing to observe, absorb more, you know, every time you learn something new, you get a wrinkle in your brain. That's why the brain looks the way it does when you examine it you know it's very wrinkled and everything every time you learn something new you get a wrinkle in your brain and we don't want smooth brains brothers and sisters who are listening live to the platform if your brain look yo goodness yes look i'm telling you no look look no botox on the brains brothers and sisters if your brain is not wrinkled you're in trouble and i and and it'll explain a lot So, you know, yes. And so, you know, and and that's one of the things that's so important for us is to read, you know, and I, and I, and I hate the stereotypes that have come upon us because, you know, we live in, we have been living in, in several cultures that always want to say, oh, a black person reading, oh, 
you know, oh, you're mm-hmm. smart for a black girl or you speak well for a black boy or all of this, yeah. all of this, like we're like a, we're on a, a road show or we're like a side show, if you will, you know, and, 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 and I know, and you know, and I know that my brothers and sisters know that we are very intelligent people. We're very wise. There's, you know, um, not, not all of us are, you know, but I'm pray I'm yeah. praying for, I'm praying for my brothers and sisters who are a little delayed in their cognitive responses. But mm-hmm. I do want to say that, you know, we are very intelligent. So when we are reading and writing and manifesting and speaking and everything, you know, that's a result of things that were implemented as we were growing up. Like you said, your mom is an educator. My parents both were educators in, in a certain season. So there are benefits from that. You know, uh, do you think that growing up in a household with an educator uh, is a benefit for for a young child? Absolutely. I mean, well, at least it was for me. Yeah. I, um, I remember, I, I was telling a story to a friend of mine. I remember one year, I can't remember if it was my, for Christmas or my birthday, but my uncle came in town and I saw this big box. I was, I mean, he was a cool uncle, you know, he traveled the world writing, producing, all this stuff. So I'm like, oh, he probably brought me all, I didn't know what to expect. I just saw this huge box. I was like, oh, I got some new shoes. (laughs) I got something. And I opened it, and it was a big old thesaurus. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm a kid, so I see it. I'm like, I like books, but come on, man. Like, you know, like, you could have brought me anything. You brought me a book. I got a ton of those. Like, I don't need no more books. But that's the type of family that, you know, that I had. So... It was very much pushed for us to learn as mm-hmm. much as possible. I don't believe that you have to go to the quote-unquote best school. I feel like you, I mean, if you can, that's wonderful. I feel like you should just pursue education and whatever forms that are offered to you. You know, um, it may not be the best school, but if you're pursuing education, then it is, you know, then it's the best thing for you. Mm-hmm. I think also... A lot of times, a lot of people are seeing quick fixes, uh, to mention that again, in regards to uh, quote-unquote success, so a lot of people don't, mm, I think a lot of people are not pursuing the education side, Mm -hmm. they're more so, I just want to get this money, and I I understand that, but I feel that you need an education, because nobody can take that from you, whatever, Mm. you know, you're studying, it may not be the standard um, for your university, but you need to get some form of training under you, because... That is something nobody can take from you. You can always fall back on your, you know, your knowledge. And it is very, um, it is very powerful. And I feel like my mother's um, education and, and seeing her, how hard she worked to get her education is definitely, um, it lit a fire underneath me. And also, I have been very equipped with a lot of knowledge in regards to our family, our ancestors, and how it was not available for us to read. So it's it's extremely important for us to continue learning and because, you know, some of your ancestors, well, some of mine, were not allowed that option. You know, some people died just trying to be able to read. So it's right. like, why would you not want to? Mm-hmm. And a lot of history and a lot of information is hidden in books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a lot of information you need to know is not always easily accessible on Google. You know, sometimes they're in old books that you need to find and read and research. 
Yes, definitely. Very well said. And also, you know, to my brothers and sisters who may suffer from reading disorders such as dyslexia, or you may not even at in this season, you know, know how to read. I just want to encourage you all to be bold enough to seek some professional help that will develop your reading abilities and also teach you how to read so you can not feel, uh, low in your confidence so you can participate more in conversations so you can get ahead in life you know because I know that there are some of you who don't know some that don't know how to read and I don't laugh at that at all I just want you know I just want my brothers and sisters to advance as much as they can I'm very very concerned about the village that's the theme of this month of of the show for all the shows for the month of February on the sister speak show it takes a village and so I just want to encourage you know I just want to encourage all of my brothers and sisters to you know really get the help that you need so you can learn how to read I also want to encourage you all whether you know you may not have you may have dropped out of school or you may, you know, whatever the circumstances are, I just want to encourage you all to, you know, get some, get, get your GED. I also want to encourage you all to get some, you know, vocational or academic training under your belt. We all have gifts and we all have talents. And those, those are the things that are been given to us so we can make a living for ourselves, and so we can give back to the village. So I just want to encourage you all who may feel a little low in your spirit today because you may not be advanced academically to take the steps to to advance and and we'll be in prayer for you concerning that. So let's let's go ahead and get into this book that you have written because you know, let's just fast forward a little bit. When did you decide that? You know what? I'm going to write this book and why the topic because the topic is absolutely powerful. Uh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, well, the book that I'm about to talk about is my second book. I wrote two books last okay. year. Okay. And I decided to to write the second book because prior to writing the first book that I wrote, A Swan Among Ducks, I had just been writing for years. And I, I had just kind of been putting off, like, finalizing something. And I, I think that that's something I have to work on. It's something I don't like about myself, so it's something that I definitely like. I try to fix that. Like, I'm in this whole process of finishing something, even if I know, like, it really is not that important. If I I start it, I want to finish it. Mm -hmm. So I had started both of these books. I I started a lot of books, actually, that I had (laughs) yet to finish, and I'm in the process of finishing. Yes. And the, the first book, once I put that out, and I realized that I could actually do it. I was like, oh my gosh, let me put out another one. And I, I didn't, I mean, okay, I, I did expect it to happen, but it's still happening. It was just kind of like, I was still blown away that I was able to accomplish um, writing and releasing two books mm-hmm. in one year. So that means I can do more than that. That's how I kind of set my goals. But in regards to the title of the book, mm-hmm. I... I would say that I came up with this title. Well, I feel like God gave me the title, first of all. Yes. Cut that off. That I, I, I. God gave me the title. Yes. Um, and I feel like my life lessons helped finish the book, like filled in, you know, the rest of the book. A lot of times, um, through my books, I feel like I'm speaking a large part from my own life. And I've gone through so much, so I might as well turn all of this experience into 
you know, a learning tool for someone else in a form of therapy and release for myself. Mm-hmm. So the reason I was able to write this type of book, saying yes to no, is because I struggled myself with being able to say now no. Mm. And I mean, now it's like one of my favorite words. Yes. Know? Everybody may not like that. But yes. Yes. But yeah, growing <laughs> up, I was definitely, you know, um, a good a good kid. You know, I was a good girl. I was very much, I wanted to appease everyone and, you know, make sure everyone is happy. And you cannot, you, you can try, but realistically, you, you can't do that. Mm-mm. And I was... I would say rear to be polite and to kind of go with the flow in most in most situations. But some people's flows you're not supposed to go with. Right. You know what I mean? And when you're more concerned with the happiness of others, which is I guess is a natural thing for certain people and that's mm-hmm. a really positive thing. Mm-hmm. But to a point and when you don't realize that there's a point that must come, that means that you're gonna live your whole life trying to appease everyone. Mm. And because you cannot do that, it's just like it's a goal that you'll never reach. And you'll constantly be unhappy trying to make everyone else happy. Mm. So mm. a part of learning to say no, you must learn to actually find your voice. And when yes. you find it, then you can use it. And I had to like learn to not care as much about someone else's reaction to my response Mm -hmm. and more so getting out my response and being comfortable with my own response because you can say yes and do everything you want everything the other person or the other party wants you to do and they could still be unhappy with you so you might as well do what you want to do and i'm not i don't want people to think that me saying that I'm teaching some form of, like, narcissistic or <laughs> arrogant um, type of thinking. That's not what I'm saying. This book is more so for the person that never really speaks their mind mm. or knows the importance of it but maybe has forgotten it. Sometimes yes. we, we forget that we have a voice, whether we get married or we're working this great job or yeah. we're miserable and, you know... We don't really speak up and, yes. you know, so I think a lot of times we need to be reminded as well that we, we have a voice and, it, and our opinion matters and our no matters. And it is okay to pull out our no card every, you know, every now and then, you know. It sure is. No, that's well said. And, and I, I have been... I have been on this uh, mind state since I left. Well, actually, before I left California, I was getting ready to go home one day. And I always, you know, I used to take drives so I could clear my head, meditate, hear from the Lord, just really just get my mind right. And I was on my way home. And one day, just as clear as day, I was going through something in my head. And and just as clear as a day, the Lord was just saying, you need to say no. And you need to say yes. You need to know when to say it and not be afraid to say it. So I was like, okay, like 15 minutes after that, I got a call and somebody was offering me a job. And I and and, and immediately I knew to say no. And Mm -hmm. by me saying no, that helped me escape something that was going to be a setup for my downfall. And 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 it was and it was like you know, beforehand it would be, excuse me, beforehand it would be, what are they going to think? Like you said, how are they going to feel? Blah, blah, blah. But I just got to the point to where I was like, but they don't care about how I feel. They don't, they don't, they don't care 
anything about me, but I'm taking all this time to weigh, debate, consider. No, Ayana, you need to know that when you do say no, you're not hurting anybody. What you're doing is keeping it 100. And that way I can drive home not kicking myself or putting myself in something that I don't want to be a part of. Because I have learned this and I'm saying this with to you, my sister, and to my listening audience. There's a difference between an opportunity and an our an our pitunity. And the port and the pit are very different. A port being something that you can get to, get through. And a pit is something you fall in. So know the difference between an opportunity and an our opportunity and 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 that will help you out a lot and so i just want to thank you for this book because so many so many struggle with no no and and struggle with yes so many people right now are in are in no situations that were supposed to be yes situations are in are in yes situations that are supposed to be no situations and and there and therefore you have the cousins misery misery and bitter <laughs> showing up and creating havoc because people are not in their proper places because your tongue is powerful. <laughs> very powerful. It's small, but it's very powerful. Mm-hmm. You're right. So tell tell the listening audience uh, some tips and some things that they can pick up from when they go to purchase your latest book. Okay, so my, the first book. A Thorn Among Ducks was more so about being comfortable with who you are. Yes. And pursuing, you know, your passion in life. The second book is about still learning who you are, but finding your voice. When you read this book, I would hope that you would pick up that where I'm coming from is a place of compassion and, and, and not judgment. Because I'm calling myself out most of the time in this book, you know. So I'm not saying, you know, you're ridiculous for doing this or that. I'm saying I understand why you would do this and do that. But this is why you need to do that and not this. Because of, you know, what can happen. And let me tell you what what can happen. Listen to me. Let my story be, you know, um, a lesson learned for you. A lesson you don't have to learn necessarily, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can just listen and learn and not have to go through it. And I feel like that's what a lot of people should be doing is trying to seek counsel from people who just really want to help. They're they're giving information. It's not that they're giving you information because it's biased and it's going to help them. Me helping you does not really necessarily help me. You know, you buy my book, that's great, you know, but me helping you is, it's really for, you know, someone else. I just don't want people to have to go through certain things I've gone through. Mm-hmm. And if I help just one person, I feel a little bit better. I feel like the lessons that I learned weren't just in vain, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's what people should do when they, when they find out certain keys to better themselves they should share not just keep it to themselves Mm. so when I learned the importance of my voice Mm -hmm. I was I would say I was in high school and once I learned that it changed my life forever I was going through a lot and I'll try to limit too many details just out of respect for um, the people you know that I understand I was going through a lot at home, and I just used to 
said to me. Mm. And when you don't express yourself and you allow those words that are being said to you and actions being done to you um, to just rest in your mind and in your heart, it can cause a horrible thing to, you know, brew inside of you. And I would just keep my mouth closed and didn't say too much. And that's not really good at all. And so one day, like, it it just sounded like the most peaceful yet powerful voice I've ever heard. And it wasn't an audible voice. And this is, I don't know if this is the spiritual side, because I don't know how to really explain the voice that I heard. Some people might call it, like, your your conscience, or some people might Mm -hmm. call it, I don't know what they might call it. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was, you know, the voice of God, but, like, but I heard it in my head. Yes. It sounds stronger than like myself giving myself advice. Like yes. it sounds like you need to listen to this and share. Like very, very clearly, I heard people have to get your permission to get emotions out of you. So from that, hmm. from that moment on, it was <laughs> like, wait a minute. So I'm giving permission to allow people's words to affect me. Because okay, so words do have. So my words have. Okay, wait a minute. So I can say something as well, and I don't have to receive what everyone else. Wait a minute. So you're telling me what some people are saying to me is my. I have control over it, and once I realized I had control over just even receiving what people said to me, yes. oh, I completely changed. It didn't matter anymore what people were saying. It mattered what I felt about myself. Yes. Because, you know, the old saying, it's not what people call you, it's what you answer to. I mm. literally started living by that. People could say this, that, 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 it would not matter. It mattered what I thought, how I felt, if this was beneficial to me. And I started opening my mouth, and I started saying what I had to say. And just because of that, it didn't mean that what I had to say was bad. It just meant that what I had to say was more important than what you had to say about me or to mm. me. Mm. And it sounds arrogant, but it's it's more so awareness of self. And there is a difference between being selfish and self-concerned. Yes. I think people need to be self-concerned. Yes. Not self-consumed, but self-concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you're self-concerned, then you realize when, when words spoken to you are constructive or destructive you know and you do not have to receive everything said to you you know you need to speak words upon yourself because words are powerful Mm. you know and they 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 create waves in the atmosphere you know you what you say is is very profound because you could be like i am and then finish the sentence i am this and you can become that so Mm -hmm. if you say you're weak then you're going to be weak if you say if you say to yourself you're powerful, then you're powerful. Because soon enough, you'll start to believe it. So because of that, you have to know that other people's words to you, if you do not filter out them, the words spoken to you, you can start believing them as well. Because they're still words, they're still powerful. Mm. You know? And I mean, luckily for me, I don't say luckily, but I did have um, a spiritual background, you know, so I was able to have some kind of, um, you know, uh, Strength underneath my feet, and I had I had some, um, you know, some scripture to fall back on to, or I had some form of understanding as to what was going on around me. Because I feel as though a lot of times, if you are meant for good, or if you're meant for, um, if you're meant to really like shake up the world in a positive way, then you are definitely attacked, whether physically, verbally, on all types of ends. And you know, 
and it's it's definitely an agenda, a spiritual agenda, um, to to break your spirit, and especially at a young age too. So that's why I'm glad glad that I grasped it, and after that, I was just like a bully buster child. You couldn't don't come over here with that. And anybody else I saw that would be like you know verbally um, abusive. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to that. Let me tell you something. You yes. know, and I come in, and I was given a lot of advice for free, and I still do. So I became that person, that go-to person, because of the things that I was going through. I became the person that people would just come and vent, you know, and so, and and seek advice from. And I'm this young girl, and I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I can tell you what I know. I don't know if it's the best information, you know, but I can speak from the heart, and hopefully that helps, you know. And and even that's good and and bad, too, because a little, sometimes it's a little too much, you know, uh, Sister Speak Show. My special guest on the platform is for sure author Sai Asad. And when I tell you, and I know y'all listening, I know you hear this sister and all this power coming from her mouth. I don't have to do anything but just sit back. I don't have to host the show today. No, the host of the sh- no, I look, the host of the show is Sai Asad, brothers and sisters, because you hear the fire. Everything that this sister is saying is absolutely gold. It is nuggets. It is wisdom. Grasp it. Hold on to it and understand it. And just by listening to her, brothers and sisters, I know now that you plan on picking up and purchasing all of her books and all of her future books. Because when she's speaking, you know that she's speaking with healing and we all need to be healed. Everything you're saying is absolutely absolutely phenomenally true and you know just to not even piggyback but just to really just join in on everything that you said I really couldn't have said it better myself so I don't have too much to say but to say that I do agree with you about you know who's going to nurture the nurturer who's going to heal the healer who's going to encourage the encourager because that is a part of what I do and sometimes in the beginning when I was on this journey of you know just just this journey of just almost, I I knew I was different and I, you know, I was ostracized because of my color and I did experience, you know, bullying and things like that. But I know that that was orchestrated for me. So then I would be, would learn how to be empathetic. So then I would also learn how to look out for other people, just like you were saying, who are going through that type of situation. I have a soft spot, if you will, or yearning on my heart to deal with the the ones who are, you know, considered to be pariahs, you know, um, and the ones who have experienced the verbal abuse and, and all of those type of things. But I had to go through some serious trials and tribulations in order to qualify me to speak. I can't really tell you that I don't know it if I have not. Ex- if it, I know fire is hot because I've seen it and I've felt it and I've touched it. So I also know it's hot and it burns. 
And so liken that into our trials and tribulations because of what we go through. When you've been chosen to be a leader among people, as far as with your gifts and talents, you're going to experience a lot of suffering, but that suffering is for your good. And another thing that you touched on was, you know, the power of other people's words. You know, some people will sometimes mistake your, uh, your restraint for an open season for them just to do the fool, if you will, you know, just to, just to just act up because you have not unleashed what you could say to them. See, I know my mouth. Okay. I know it. And I know that I have saved a lot of people from my mouth. It wasn't that I was weak. It wasn't that I was a sucker. It's just that I got a black belt in speaking. So therefore, you know, it could go there or it could stay here. And so, you know, I mean, that's just the truth of it. So, you know, a lot of times people mistake your restraint for being weak. And it's not that it's just a level of maturity in my communication that does not allow you to give my me to give you my peace or my power. I'm just going to let the most high God deal with you and your offenses to me. And that works very well. And another thing I have noticed about people who have been, who have habitually abused you verbally, emotionally, or continue to, you know, just feel like they can cross certain boundaries and borders with you. As the moment that you say enough is enough and you stand up, they start to get mad. They get mad. They start to say, you tripping, you got an attitude, but you have been coming for me for several, (laughs) look, look, for several seasons, you have been uh, strategically trying to assassinate my joy. And so now I'm telling you enough is enough. And now you got the nerve to sit here and complain and get an attitude. You know, uh, people want to say you're acting brand new. No, it's called new boxing gloves. Okay. A new, a new belt, a new ring and a new battle. Let's go. And it only takes one time to tell somebody who's been messing with you for several times where to go. And they start, Mm -hmm. they, they start to back off, you know, and anybody who chooses to emotionally abuse you, is really, really battered and shattered on the inside. That's the only way I could describe it. So I really, I really want to thank you for everything that you pointed out because everything you said is so vital to our applications, even in, in every relationships that we have. You know, there's going to be brothers and sisters who are going to be going to work tomorrow who are going to have to be faced with yes and no situations, right? There are, pe- right. There are people who are going out on dates, who are going to be faced with yes or no situations. There are parents who are going to have to deal with their children and it's going to be a yes or no situations. And a lot of times parents give in to their children. You know, their child comes up looking so cute, so adorable. And next thing you know, you're giving into them when you should have said no. And it's nothing worse than a child that has never heard no before. I'm telling you. I have a chapter literally it says no say no to your children. That's literally it's literally chapter four. I think I have to go back and look. But yeah. I, I concur. <laughs> it's so yeah. serious though, because you know, um the the no the children who don't hear no, you know, if you drop them off at my house, they're gonna end up having a bad report about me. And it's not because I did anything to them. It's just that things did not go their way. 
and as a result of that, they have let a revolt and have decided to say that I'm mean. Look, if I don't tell, look, if I don't tell your child to walk in front of a train, if I don't tell your child to, uh, you know, jump off of a cliff, then I am not hurting your child by telling them, no, sit down. You cannot have four cookies. You can have two. Okay, now I'm seeing. Right. Now I'm venting because i I have a niece. I have a niece and a nephew. And when I moved out here to Texas, and they started coming to my house, they came with a lot of yeses. And when they got here, it was like, mm, no. And 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 that trauma. And look, and that trauma. And it, yeah, sit down somewhere, you know. And but see, that all comes from the training that I got from my parents. But I will say this about grandparents, and this is just so funny, and I'm enjoying the vibe I'm having with you, is this, is that if you want to see some funny acting people, watch your parents turn into grandparents. Oh, you can't even recognize them. Oh, what you mean they get to have ice cream before dinner? I could never have ice cream before. What you mean they can have as many as they want? What is, who are you and where is my parents? You know what I mean? (laughs) Grandparents, oh gosh, they turn in, they are the worst when it comes to that, when it comes to saying uh, yes all the time. But anyway, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you is what are some of the, reviews and some of the comments that you have received from some from the people who have been reading your literature so far okay so the second book just came out so i haven't gotten as many reviews on that one as i have on the first one but i have gotten a few okay so the people that have given me feedback on the book one she's actually a professor of entrepreneurship at cornell and um the other one she's just a friend of mine but she's still i mean her opinion is just as just as and it's so interesting to have them they're from like two different spectrums I mean they're both women you know they're both you know professional women but you know just completely two different um, professions and they both liked it so that was that was kind of what I was seeking. I was I was hoping to be able to reach all types of people because, I mean, I've traveled. I feel like I can kind of be in almost any conversation, almost. And so I didn't want to just speak to one type of person. I think a lot of times when people, ignorantly, but sometimes when people see me, they automatically think, oh, oh, you're a writer? Oh, you must write one type of way or you must write, um, you know, hood classics. And it's like, well, there's nothing wrong with a hood classic if it's a classic, but that's not what I do. <laughs> Because it's not in my head anymore. And I feel like it's slightly blasphemous 
Mm-hmm. to the power that gives you those gifts for you to just sit on them, you know, mm-hmm. and I honestly have given away so many books. I'm not telling people that I don't want them to purchase my books because if, if spirit moves you, let it move you. Yes. But I'm just saying, <laughs> some, you know, some people, I just wanted them to have it. And, yes. um, it's more so about getting the word out there because I'm, I'm a new published author. I'm not a new writer, but I am mm. a new published author. So this whole, this whole, um, this is, this is all new to me, but that's fine. I like I like learning, <laughs> and um, I just like the journey. I'm, a, I'm learning to appreciate the journey. It's not always easy, but you're, I'm a part of it. That means I'm still alive, and it's grateful. You know, I'm grateful for that, and I'm just taking it day by day, and and I'm just finding it even more interesting how um, the Most High is pulling things out of me, and hmm. I'm realizing that some of the times I've questioned, and I still have questions. It's human. To me, it's human nature to be like, okay, so explain that, because I don't understand that, but it's so arrogant to expect an answer, but it's, it's you know, it's, it's human, it's human nature to question why you go through things, but it's so beautiful to see how when you go through something and you're able to, um, apply it in a different form and allow it to help someone else, and it's like, wow, okay, well, I'm not sure if that's why I went through it, but at least me going through it, it prevented somebody else from going through something, or at least me learning this, oh, okay, wow, I helped somebody else out, so I still don't understand necessarily why, but thank God I did it because I was able to overcome it, and maybe I saved someone else from having to go through it, and they may not have been as strong as I am, you know, so, um, yeah, some of the feedback, <laughs> to get back to your question, <laughs> it has, um, honestly, is is um, as arrogant as it might sound, it's been all good. It's been all positive. So, I mean, I know it's not going to be uh, completely positive from everybody because it's always going to be one person, you know, that just may not be able to um, to connect to it. And that's fine. Everybody's not ordained to understand your message. That That's, uh, you know, that it is what it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, I put God in it. And I'm not, even though I keep measuring this, I'm not the most religious person, but I am definitely very spiritually connected to my higher power and, um, and my divine designer. And so because I, I uh, mention that power quite often, I feel that whatever is supposed to happen is going to happen because it's not just about me. It's also I give glory to that power that gave me the gift to, um, to you know, write these books and to write um the, the future books that I have in me, because there are definitely many more in me. Definitely. And I don't just write books, but yeah, there are definitely many more books in me. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. And you know, one thing I like about your, your honesty is you're very transparent, and I can hear that you really are dedicated and you love what you do. And when you love what you do, it just radiates and it shines and it attracts. And so I'm just excited because my brothers and sisters get to meet, you know, through through radio land, if you will, through interview land, through podcast land, uh, somebody like you, Sai Asad, who is genuinely concerned about us becoming better mentally, you know, and, and, and spiritually. And, and, you know, you mentioned the word, you know, uh, saying, you know, this may sound arrogant. no. There's nothing wrong with being bold and, and, and calling gold, gold. There's nothing wrong with calling silver, silver. If it's good, it's good. If you've got it going on, you've got it going on. And, and, and there is nothing wrong with ever in your life saying the positive things about what you have popping. 
because, you know, a lot of times people want to say, oh, you know, a lot of times the word arrogant is, is thrown, is thrown around in a way that it should not be. What it is, is it's, it's just called a force of boldness and recognizing who you are and being sure about it, you know, and, and I just want to encourage you about that, you know, you don't sound arrogant. You sound like, look, I've tapped into my passion and my purpose and it's absolutely working for me. And I love what I do and what I do is good. And it, it and, 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 and it's creating results that are benefiting people. Shoot, there's nothing wrong with tooting your own horn at all. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, I have to remind myself some of the advice that I give to others, which is hilarious, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> Because based on um, what you said, I thought about in my first book, I have a, a chapter, and it's, um, it's titled, um, Strut like, like a Peacock, My Gracious Swan, because the first book is called A Swan Among Ducks, and so it is talking about how it's, you know, it's nothing wrong with, you know, being comfortable with being great, and it's, it's, it's sometimes you're, you're taught to, you know, turn that down or turn it off and it's only just because someone else is scared of you know scared of your light but I do I do myself have to remind myself to be okay with that to be okay with being confident you know I do find myself um being um just aware yes and I don't think that I don't think there is there's anything wrong with confidence I just try to make myself uh, make sure that I'm aware of what I'm saying and how it might possibly um, be be re- relating to you know the other party but at the same time it's like if you know your intent and someone still gets offended I mean what can you do nothing <laughs> nothing look look nothing at all <clears throat> see nothing at all because there are people who have been created to test you to try oh, yeah. you and to show you how far you have come along and not popping off and and, 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 and not popping off. You know what I'm saying? Because I know for me, my pop-offs have become very, very refined. I, I noticed that I save the pop-off for necessary situations only. And I really, right. and I gauge do I need to do this? Do I need to bring their attention to this in this manner? And so, you know, you, you cannot you, look, you can't please everybody. You, you, you're not supposed to please everybody. And that's what it is. And another thing, brothers and sisters, we need to understand this. When we have a light that shines so brightly from us, when we radiate, when we walk into the room and exude a glow of surviving, a glow of victory, a, a glow of being more than a conqueror, you're going to have people who have something to say. But I just want you to remember this. Bugs are attracted to light. So remember that. So if somebody is buzzing around you with hate, with discouragement, with trying to assassinate your character, with trying to talk you out of being in mid-flight, just remember, it's just a bug and they're attracted to the light. Always remember that. So, and a lot of times, you know, we just, a lot of times we, um, 
we sometimes we are uh, are afraid of the power that has been given to us, and so sometimes we try to dumb it down. I don't want any of my brothers and sisters to dumb down the power that has been given to you. Don't you dumb down anything about you because other people are not in mid flight, and that means if your mama's not in mid flight, your daddy's not in mid flight, your aunties, your uncles, your cousins, your friends, whoever, if they're not in mid flight, but you have been given wings, you better fly. And sometimes, yeah. look, sometimes <laughs> you got to fly to the to the north in the in the, in the uh, summer and to the wherever in the south. Look, <laughs> sometimes, look, sometimes you just got to fly and you've got to go away and you have to realize that in going away, that is where you develop. That is where you grow. You know, um, I, I always just think about, you know, the whole nest being in a nest and eventually having to get out of the nest and 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 not being so comfortable because you're afraid of what other people are going to say or what other people have not done in their lives. And a lot of times right. we have people who get on a glide path and miss out on what they were supposed to do. And they will try to talk you out of mid-flight or they may not be as encouraging because they didn't do it. So I just want to encourage, you know, my brothers and sisters to understand this, that it is very important to go forth when you've been given the charge to go forth in everything that you've been given to do. Do not miss out on your purpose and your passions because other people may have fear or other people may not have faith. It is very crucial that you fly. It is very crucial that your wings get the exercise that they need in order to endure long flights. I mean, honestly, let's just think about birds who migrate from the south to the north and from the north to the south. Let's just think about how long they are in flight for having to flap their wings, you know, and and as a group, you know, a flock of birds literally flying from one hemisphere to the one atmosphere to the next atmosphere. That is a long journey, but they know that there is a reward at the end of their journey. Yes, they may be tired of flying. Yes, they may encounter all kind of elements in the air that may make their flight a little challenging, but the whole goal is to stick together and to land. So I want you, my brothers and sisters, to understand this. You're going to have to keep flapping. You're going to have to keep flapping until you get to your destination. But when you get there, all praises to the Most High God and His Son, the Christ. Understand that. So I just want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters. So what I would like for you to do is tell everybody what you have coming up next and and anything else that is with the Syasad brand that we can look out for as well as your social media information and how they can okay. pay, and also how they can purchase your books. Okay, so what I have next um, in regards to the, the, the books, you know, because I do other things. I'm a writer and an entrepreneur as well. But in regards to the books, I will have one more advice um, book coming out um, this year and they can purchase it on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles and it's available in physical copy and it's available in Kindle. I also have two books. The, the two books that came out um, last year in 2007 
absolutely amazing to me because see with you singing and everything you know we're gonna have to have you back on the sister speak show but we're gonna have to have you on the tour because we gotta have your i want to hear your music i want to play your music i'm all about the independent artists i am all about helping you know playing people's music you know i really would love for you to be a special guest on the tour. Any look, sister, you are a sister speak show family. So any any time, any time you have anything going on, you are able to come on the sister speak show and promote it. Even if it's hey Ayana, you know, I have this thing going on. I just want to know if I can come on the podcast and just, you know, get maybe 15 minutes so I can tell your listening audience about this. The answer is yes. Yes. So, you know, anything that you need from the Sister Speak show, as far as that is concerned, you definitely have a platform to do it on. So, you know, with your books, you know, what I'm going to do is because, see, I didn't in the commercial for you on Instagram, I did not include your other pictures of your other books. And I want to let everybody else know. So when I get ready to let everybody know about this interview on Instagram, I'm going to also include your other books that, that you have go, that you have written. So they'll also know what else to look out for. Just, you know, just to, to continue to promote you in, in the 100% form that I'm supposed to. And okay. of course, and then, you know, um, what else I wanted to do is, let me see, you said you sing, you definitely write. So like I said, anything that you have going on, you know, I would love to have you come back on the show. And 
I really appreciate what you're doing for people and how you are looking out for your brother and your sister and how you have learned, you know, from your trials and tribulations. And the golden rule of learning uh, from a trial and tribulation is the wisdom that you extract and the wisdom that you share. It's very crucial. So I appreciate, you know, what you're doing as far as liberating us, as far as our speech is concerned and reminding us how powerful our speech is and, and all that you have done with your book so far. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that you appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're so well-spoken. And I just, like I said, I really enjoy the vibe that I'm having with you. Uh, first off, I want to know, is there anybody that you want to give a shout out to? And second, any, any wisdom that you can leave with, with my listening audience, anything that you want to say, please do so. Yeah, I want to, um, actually, she's not expecting this, and this is, I guess, very off the cuff. I randomly want to give a shout-out to um, a new friend of mine. Her name is um, Paula Noel, and she's a um, herbal practitioner, and she's she has her own Ph.D., and she, um, she has uh, given me one of her books, and she said that I kind of inspired her to want to continue um to actually, you know, put out her books. She stopped for a while, but she's, like, now wanting to pursue it again. And so she inspired, she said I inspired her, and actually she inspired me as well. And she has a book called um, Remembering Our Ancestors, and she has a herbal um, a herbal company uh, called Backdoor Medicine. So, yes, um, check her out, if, you know, if possible. Sure. And the last thing I'd like to um, leave with any listener is that, um, you can't pour from an empty glass. So it's like you might want to serve someone, but you can't serve them if you, you know, you have nothing to give. And so you need to take the time out sometimes to, not sometimes, most times, um, at least in the beginning, to, you know, um, fill yourself with whatever, whatever knowledge or, or health or whatever you need to, to fill yourself with so that you can help others. We want to give, we want to give, we want to give, but if we don't have anything to give, what can we give? You know, so you need to take the time out sometimes to be selfish or self-concerned, rather. Sometimes you do need to say no, so you can say yes, absolutely yes, later. You know, um, it's not about how it looks, it's about how it really is. So you need to make sure that when you say, when you put your, your word on it, you want to be able to stand by it. So if you know it's a no, and, and right now you just can't do it, say no. Say uh, maybe soon, but not right now. It's, it's a no now. So that way when you say yes, you can actually mean it. And to be, you, have you all, you taking a flight. What do they always tell you? If the oxygen mask come down, you need to, you know, give yourself the oxygen first, then provide it to your child or to the person, you know, next to you. You've got to take care of yourself first. So you have to take the time to learn who you are so that you can be a better you for someone else. So it, don't feel bad in taking that time. And, you know, it don't, also, I know you said one thing. I just got to add this, too. Mm-hmm. Um, these books were in me a long time ago. And, you know, I let life and people get in the way of actually pursuing releasing them. I'm glad that they're out now, but they probably could have been out a long time ago. So just listen listen to yourself a little bit more. And if you feel like you have something you need to share, then you might just need to share it. But it's never too late. Don't let your age, don't let your disabilities, don't let... 
Because we mentioned like dyslexia earlier, but there's a lot of successful dyslexic people. Yeah. I mean, Einstein was one of them. You know, don't let anything limit you. There are ways to get it out. If you're ordained to do it, there are ways to do it. You know, just seek the knowledge, seek the um, assistance spiritually, and things will, doors will be open for you. And um, yeah, just thank you for inviting me, and I uh, hope to be back, Ayana. Oh. <laughs> Now, you know you're going to be back, my sister. I appreciate all of what you're doing. I'm really, I'm so excited that God allowed me to meet you on my journey. I really am. And I'm so glad that Ruben pointed you out to me. I really shout out to Ruben for telling me that there's this author that I needed to check out. And you, you were on the money. You were 100% about this, sister. Thank you for the networking and the connections because that's what it is all all about so i'm really really excited about that and i um you know did you have a good time on the sister speak show yeah i did i actually really did (laughs) i'm so glad and you said you'll be a special guest again so i'm excited about that so this is what we're going to do i'm going to send you a copy of the interview share it with your peoples and um do you want to and so you already said your shout out there's nobody else that you want to say hi to at all. Oh, yeah, you got Ruben. Yeah, hi, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and definitely hi to everybody who's supporting my sister today uh, on the platform. She has definitely, definitely been a breath of fresh air. So excited about that. So this is definitely not goodbye. This is just going to simply be that I will talk to you later. I will send you the copy of this uh, interview, and I, I'm looking forward to hearing and reading more about Sai Asad. <laughs> Bye for now. Okay, take care. Brothers and sisters, let's give a round of applause to Sai Asad. Brothers and sisters, you are listening live to the platform on the Sister Speak show. I'm so excited about what happened this evening. Such a special guest, such a warm spirit, such a light. Oh, Sia Saad is absolutely dope. I told you all that the special guests who come on the Sister Speak show are absolutely dynamic and that they are impacting the communities with their passions. This isn't a game, my brothers and sisters. But one thing I want to do before we get ready to close out, there's a couple things I want to do before we get ready to close out, my brothers and sisters, is that in the month of February, I have decided to make the theme for the Sister Speak show be It Takes a Village. And so I commissioned some very dope spoken word artists to share with us what it means to them as far as it takes a village. So tonight I am highlighting poetically with it takes a village. I'm so excited about this. So let's go ahead and listen to poetically.
been fooled to believe that we'll be more accepted with the monetary gain, temporary fame, bottles of champagne, just some false claims for our insecurities to entertain. But starting today, let's novocaine the cavities of society, mm -hmm. train the youth that only sobriety awaken the third eye in thee there is no eye in we so if your eye can't see that it takes a unity to make community no cliche only the truth of what i say so let me ask you to pay with your attention no with the admission to this village it's loyalty sprinkled with diligence now let this sentence show you that royalty is divine when you and i combine to grow the mind one hand to another no matter if it's your sister brother mister mother auntie or other or all in between because today this village will not let Selfishness Poetically. Brothers and sisters, we're going to take a commercial break and we're going to close on out. Brothers and sisters, welcome back to the Sister Speaks Show. You are listening live to the platform on the Sister Speaks Show. My special guest this evening was author Sai Asad, brothers and sisters, and she is definitely, absolutely powerful. Brothers and sisters, you can catch the Sister Speaks Show Sunday through Sunday. And on the Sister Speaks Show, you can catch the platform coming to the stage, the search effort, the culture climate, the laugh line, and the tour. We are a six-segment podcast syndicated on Amazon Alexa. The special guests who will be on the Sister Speaks Show are dynamic, and they are impacting the communities with their passions. On the Sister Speak Show, you can catch special guest interviews, live performances, in-studio interviews, and live on-location reports. The Sister Speak Show is a talk show that will keep your mind and your soul informed, energized, and encouraged. We are a cultural renaissance platform that influences a climate that is conducive to who you are, and who you should be. No reckless entertainment, just responsible listening nourishment. We don't go dumb. We go wisdom on the Sister Speaks show where contemporary meets vision, sound, and action. A talk show for great minds that create, inspire, and evolve. Sister, spiritual inspiration shared through the arts. Sister, Spiritual inspiration shared through Ayana. My brothers and sisters, until we meet again, you can listen to all of the episodes of the Sister Speak show on demand. 
You can also follow me at SGTPGW on Instagram. And you can also contact me at SisterGoodThing.com. Go to the contact page. I'd love to hear from you. Maybe you can be a special guest on the Sister Speak show, my brothers and sisters. So don't forget that we've got a whole week coming up. You're going to catch the Sister Speak show Sunday through Sunday live and on demand. I've got some... I've got Varis Bell coming on. I've got Jermichael Breckenridge coming on. And I've got one more special guest coming on. Let me see. Jono DeMafia. Wait. Jono DeMafia Don. Yes, from SDYP, the movement, will be my special guest, my brothers and sisters. So they'll all be on the tour, except for Jermichael. He'll be on the platform. So excited and so excited about my March special guest lineup as well. My brothers and sisters, I hope you have a wonderful evening. You've been a wonderful listening audience. You are special to me. Be encouraged. Pursue your passions. Go through your trials and tribulations and understand that they are just there to develop your character and to help develop somebody else's. Until we meet again, my brothers and sisters, you be encouraged. Take care now. Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.